cold weather that is definitely coming for us because like it's already cold to me and i know it's about to get significantly colder apparently it's going up to 64 today tomorrow there's going to be thunderstorms and then by monday overnight lows in the teens yikes which is crazy but it made me think and almost get a little bit excited because i do you ever have the experience where you drive by an area every single day for a year, over a year now at this point for me, and you notice a building for the first time, and it's like, I kind of want to go in there. No. Okay, I noticed a building this morning that I it had never stuck out to me before, but it was like a boots and western wear store. Okay. I kind of want to go in there because <laughs> because I feel like I need a pair of boots because apparently there could be some uh, frozen mix on Monday morning. And I feel like my sneakers that I'm wearing right now, my slip-ons, won't be too good in the frozen wait, mix. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Go. What? My brain is unable to wrap around the fact that you grew up in Pennsylvania, you lived in Ohio, you've lived in the area where like snow comes every year and Correct. you've got to deal with it. Correct. And yet you're like, I need to go to this boots and Western wear <laughs> where I'm going to assume the boots that they're talking about are cowboy boots, not well, snow boots. Well, I, I'm sure they have some cowboy boots. There, I don't but think I'm they thinking... have snow boots. Like, I don't know. They had calendars. They had they, it said on the, the like Western wear cowboy boots and work boots. I, still, I, I want the work boots. I'm still having a hard time <laughs> that you wouldn't seek out specifically snow boots. Like, I think those are going to be your best bet if it's like I'm a little worried about some ice well look i've never been in a western wear store before oh i noticed it for the first time this morning and then i thought wait a second it's supposed to be like hail or <laughs> no sleet and freezing rain and everything uh i i kind of want to check that out it could be perfect for monday our guy jerry just texted in and said those slip-ons are gonna have you skating <laughs> i know that's what i'm worried about and I, no i don't still have boots from Eight years ago or whatever, whatever I lived up north. That's fine, but I still think some snow boots are going to be... You're not You're not equipped. You don't know what work boots are for. You don't know what they're made of. You've never done manual labor in your life. I think they're made of cow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's start the show now. If you'd like to join us like Jerry already has, you can call or text the show at 601-995-1017. We start with the Why Not song of the day, the song that I have not heard in a minute. That's who sings it. It's in my head. Good morning. 612 on Y101. Adam and Allison, yesterday I spent a little bit of time just thinking about all the bad bosses that I've had. And I've been (laughs) real lucky that in a lot of cases I've had amazing bosses. I feel that way now. I've felt that way for the last year. It's been great. But that has not been the story of my career. And yesterday we were talking about Michael Scott bosses. Who was a Michael Scott-like boss? And if you're not a 
a fan of The Office, highly recommend you check it out. But explain who Michael Scott is. Everybody has to get work done in spite of Michael Scott. He is the epitome of unproductive. He wants to pull pranks. He wants to tell jokes. He doesn't want real work to happen. (laughs) Okay, um, count me in as who cares. I had a boss at my retail store, and I loved this guy. He was the best. But he was, he like understood that the job was a joke. Yeah. Like he was like not that serious. So like I could start talking to him and two hours would go by. Oh no. And we'd just be hanging out. I loved it. We'd have beers in the parking lot. It was a good time. <laughs> but uh now for the company, maybe they didn't appreciate that about him right. as much. I don't know. What was your story about your Michael Scott like boss? I called her Michelle Scott because <laughs> she was the female version of Michael Scott. I remember one time she thought it'd be hilarious if she printed all the copy paper with like like she put a bunch of paper clips and stuff on the copy machine <laughs> and printed like hundreds of those out put it back in so then whenever we were printing out contracts and important documents they were all messed up she thought it was hilarious she brought a whoopee cushion into work one day <laughs> like she was never wanted to work never wanted oh. anyone else to work it was hilarious we got calls from uh, jesse and jerry who shared with us their stories of their michael scott boss here they are when I was a school teacher, I worked for a principal that as long as you started talking about college football, time would just go by for four hours. We can get to go to class. He'd be like, just stay right here. We'll get somebody to go to your class. Uh, he just wanted to get that point out. Uh, it was, you in trouble? Just mention college football because he played college football. <laughs> so he would just totally blow his mind. He would forget everything he had to do. Even the kids did it. Kids <laughs> would come in with discipline problems. They were like, everybody called him coach. And they were like, hey, coach. And he'd just tell us some stories, and he'd forget about everything. And he's like, oh, he's been two hours. I'll go ahead and get out of here. So did you like working for this guy or not? He was a great guy, but nothing got done. Yeah, hey, <laughs> at least he had a good time. That's right. What team did he play for? Do you know? Ole Miss. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I could see why he was reliving the glory days. <laughs> yep, with uh, uh, Archie Manning. He played with Archie Manning, wow. uh, Eli's daddy. So. No kidding. That's very yep. cool, actually. Hey, man, have a great day. Thanks for calling us. Thank you. Jerry, tell us about your uh, Michael Scott-like boss. He liked to uh, uh, pull the just, I mean, ridiculous pranks. Uh, for example, he would regularly just show up where you were and take the keys out of your work truck and just leave with them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So once upon a time, I called him and I was like, hey, man, somebody stole my keys. And he was like, all right, well, uh, just call the police. And he was joking because he was down the street and he was going to bring me the key. I actually called the police. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, he had this trick he liked to pull where he would put this, um, it's a silicone lube. We call it magic lube here in the pool industry. Uh, he, he likes to put it underneath the door handle of your car oh. so that when you touch it, you can't get it off your hands. Oh. Now, now he he had a serious fear of Band-Aids, and I'm sure Adam could tell us what that's called. Um, so we wrapped the entire door handle of his truck in brand-new Band-Aids. Never found out who it was. That's hilarious. <laughs> so it sounds like that wasn't a bad guy to work for, though. Like everything loosey-goosey, kind of fun. Yeah, I'm I mean, not convinced. By I the guess way, you'd you said have that. Been there. Guess you'd have been there. Adam and Allison on Y101.
Adam and Allison on Y101. It is not supposed to rain today, Allison. Uh, I don't believe so. That's a real shame because it's National Step in a Puddle and Splash Your Friends Day today. Feel oh, no. sad that the Metro isn't going to be able to celebrate that. That's so rude. It. <laughs> It is pretty Like, I might unfriend a friend if they ever did that to me. Oh, really? Yeah, that's so rude. You're talking to unfriend in real life or on Facebook? No, like, never talk to them again. Really? Yeah, like, we're never... Because, like, why would you do that to me? Well, if you think about it, they probably get just as wet as you would by jumping into the puddle, and it's going to splash all over their pant legs and everything. they had a choice, and I did not. Uh, it's also Secret Pal Day, the day that you celebrate your pal, not the pal that you have in secret, like your secret yeah, friend. Yeah, I was going to say, like, who has friends that they're, like, if you're keeping one of your friends a secret, do you really have any business being friends with that person? No, January 11th is all about celebrating the friend that you tell all your secrets to. Oh, my therapist? Uh, well, <laughs> I suppose if you don't have a friend that you confide in like I don't, that. I <laughs> I tell my therapist everything, though. It is also no longer New Year's Day. What? Of course it's no longer New Year's. No, no, no. It is no longer New Year's Day, meaning today is the day. If you, you can no longer wish somebody a happy New Year's. If you are a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, they had a whole thing about this. Larry, happy New Year. You're too late. Happy New Year. Come on, it's three weeks. Isn't it almost a month already? It's ridiculous. Ah, look, I have nothing to say to these people. Oh, man. How do you know it's a Happy New Year anyway? So, uh, stop wishing people a Happy New Year. Yeah. Would you get offended if somebody like tomorrow said to you Happy New Year? No, of course not. But I would be be like, okay, like, been there. I mean, that's like saying Merry Christmas at this point. Like, we did that. It's it's been here. I mean, if you see somebody for the first time, I... I'm good with receiving a Happy New Year from somebody that I haven't seen all month, like even at the end of January. I feel like the thing that would annoy me would be somebody using the joke of like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since last year. It's like, Uh you had your time to do that. That joke is dead now. (laughs) (laughs) No, that joke was dead before the new year. Whenever you say to everybody, I'll see you next year. You don't get to double back on that joke in January. (laughs) That is only good from December 22nd through the 31st. Oh my gosh. Next on the show, I wanted to bring something up again that we talked about yesterday. This eye surgery. It's an elective eye surgery surgery that is leaving people blind experts are saying do not get this surgery but then it led me to think of another question to ask tell you next why 101 adam and allison late in the show yesterday i was telling you about how there are several different types of surgeries that people can get on their eyes to change their eye color and optometrists are saying they've seen some people go blind because they got these operations done. One is like they tattoo your eye. I've seen people who have that and it's I mean, I've gotten tattoos before and I would never sign up to get my eyeballs tattooed. Like that sounds like a bad time. Does it look convincing though? Is it are the results good? Well, I've never seen it where they tattooed like the iris. It's Uh always like the eye itself. So it's like you still have whatever color iris you have but then maybe you have like blue around like it's weird so i was saying i don't understand why anybody would get like change the color of their eyes because i don't understand and you say of course because i have blue eyes yeah you lucky duckling you have these bright icy blue eyes that change colors when you wear different things you're so lucky so then i was thinking what would you rather have would you rather have the perfect eye color 
or would you rather your eyes work perfectly, have perfect eyesight? And I don't know if that's even a fair question for me to ask because I have both, apparently. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know it was that big of a deal that I had blue eyes. It's I thought a huge it was fine. Deal. Well, then I looked at Shunda's comments on our Instagram page, and she said, after checking here for something showing your eyes, I agree, your eyes are awesome, Adam. Yeah. Shunda, I'm blushing. Getting all hot. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but would you rather have perfect eyesight or the perfect eye color? Listen, I admitted yesterday that I wear color contacts. Mm-hmm. I naturally have very dark brown eyes, and I wear hazel colored contacts. Mm-hmm. And I, so either way, I'm having to still continue to wear my contacts, whether it's for the color or for the vision. And I would say that I would rather a perfect eye color because then at least I could wear my glasses and it wouldn't be super obvious of like, oh, she wears those color changing glasses. Context. So if you could change eyes with somebody who had blue eyes but crappy vision or great vision and brown eyes, you would take the blue eyes and crappy vision. I would actually choose green eyes. If I could pick any eye color, okay. I think green eyes would be prettiest on me. But yeah, like I would 100% like I would even choose worse vision and I have pretty bad vision. I would choose worse vision and green eyes than perfect vision in the color I have naturally. What do you think? Would you rather have the perfect eye color or the perfect vision? 601 1017. I think it's crazy that anybody would say anything other than perfect. Yeah, vision. of course you would say that. You have both. Yeah. You no. don't get to speak on this. But I would gladly donate my eyes to somebody else. And if I could get like x ray vision or something and have brown eyes. Uh, well, we could trade. I mean, you wouldn't have good vision. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That, like, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take brown eyes and bad vision. <laughs> I have perfect vision and blue eyes. Like, I don't know. What would you rather have, perfect vision or the perfect eye color? Call us at 601-995-1017. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. At Entergy Mississippi. Y101, Adam and Allison, Julia, Coach Packer, and Joe all agree with me. They'd rather have perfect vision than the perfect eye color. No, no, you don't. You, you, Mr. 2020 vision and Mr. Blue Eyes do not get to say they agree with me because you suffer from neither of those things of wanting a different eye color or wanting perfect vision. What is happening though is I am feeling like I might be the most vain person on the planet for all these people saying, oh, I would rather have perfect vision. It's like I'm wearing contacts either way, whether it's so I could have a different eye color or so I could see. At least if I get the perfect eye color, I can wear my glasses and like my eye color never us to change our buddy jerry's here what you got for us hey i'm with allison you would take perfect eye color see i thought that that would be anybody who said that would definitely be a female but you would rather have blue eyes i want to be blind that's where i'm at i don't have to see you but you get to see my eyes as i look off into space because i don't know where i'm looking because i'm blind here's something that not a lot of people know about blue eyes and i'm wondering if both of you wanting the blue (laughs) eyes and everything even if it means bad vision did you know that a certain amount of people especially with blue eyes and i was one of these people as a child if you look Mm -hmm. up at the sun it'll make you sneeze who cares Hmm. who cares I don't care if every time I look into the sun, I sneeze if I have a beautiful eye color. And like right now, I have terrible vision. I can hardly see the sun. I don't think it has anything to do with your eye color, Adam. Yeah, it does. 
It absolutely uh, does. It's called. Okay, look well, it up. I sneeze it's called, when I look at the uh, sun uh, and I have green eyes, and I'm not listening to this, right? Thank you so much, Jerry. Yeah, it's called the photic sneeze reflex, which is something I had. And you say it's not a big deal, but imagining, imagine driving down the road and seeing a glare, the sun glare and everything. You're doing 70 down 55, and the sun pops up from behind the clouds, and you just start sneezing uncontrollably. That seems pretty dangerous, doesn't it? Yeah, so is having an astigmatism, which I have. So, like... Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just <laughs> you're you're just, just trying to make your people feel bad for you and your beautiful eyes and your perfect vision. It's not going to work. Well, I mean, listen, my eyes are literally the only thing I have going for me. So <laughs> let me have it. Let me have that and my perfect vision. Can't jump more than three inches off the ground. That's why I want to one. Adam and Allison. I'm definitely not a specimen. Dougie, you tell me. Adam and Allison on Y101. Big news from Roll Tide, Alabama yesterday. We'll get into that in just a second for what matters to the Metro. But I saw that George Carlin just dropped a new comedy special what? on YouTube. Yeah. George Carlin's been dead for a while, yeah. right? <laughs> but he's got a new uh, comedy special out thanks to AI. Oh, that feels so wrong. Doesn't it? That feels so wrong. That shouldn't be allowed. Listen to this. I'd like to start off with a heartfelt apology. I'm sorry it took me so long to come out with new material, but I, I do have a pretty good excuse. I was dead. <laughs> I mean, that sounds just like George Carlin. Even if he didn't, even like a lawyer, lawyers everywhere should be on this. I hope somebody takes this up and is like, we can't be having this. Like, this is the precedent that this sets. I mean, what's next? Like a Robin Williams AI? Like, that would be so offensive. I mean, the the possibilities are endless. And I mean, it feels so rude because I feel like part of being a comedian is like the pride in writing your own material, pulling Mm -hmm. from your own experiences, your own life, your own style. And to just have AI do it, meaning basically somebody else is running it with your image, that definitely feels like a violation. I was reading some people who actually watched the whole special. They said the voice is about 80% there, but his delivery and the cadence that this AI picked up on is like 95% George Carlin. But I mean, again, like that's robbing him of his identity. I don't disagree at all. No, not at all. Let's get into what matters to the Metro. Sad news from California yesterday. A person was killed in an avalanche in Lake Tahoe. Authorities have identified the victim as 66-year-old Kenneth Kidd, which is the first avalanche fatality of the 2023-2024 seasons. Uh, Elsewhere in the country, hundreds of thousands of people are without power in New York and Pennsylvania. There's all sorts of crazy weather happening, and it sounds like it's going to arrive here next week. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, If you're a big Alabama fan, you probably already know, but Nick Saban announced he's retiring at the age of 72. He just finished up his 17th season as head coach of the Crimson Tide. He racked up 201 wins, which is tied for second most at a single school in the history of the SEC. He's just retiring. No word on any replacements. As a Steeler fan, I would like to throw Mike Tomlin's hat in the ring to replace him. And finally, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, you know him as Jim from The Office, are, I guess, laughing at divorce rumors about the two of them. 
Uh, a source close to Emily Blunt and John Krasinski say, assured the media that there is, are no issues and they are absolutely not talking about divorce. But there are still rumors that that's what's going to happen. I didn't. I didn't. I was unaware of these rumors. I think I had seen like a headline, but I wasn't all that interested in it. And then whenever I saw that it definitely wasn't happening, I was like, okay, now we should talk about it. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Next on the show, and a lot of what matters to the Metro this week has been dedicated to that airplane that had a door fly off at 16,000 feet. I got to tell you about another flight where I am sure the passengers would wish a door would have flown off because of something that happened in the cabin on the flight. Oh, no. Wait till you hear this story next. Adam and Allison on Y101. Think about your worst experience on an airplane, and I bet it wasn't this bad. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. Do you have a situation in your head that was a really bad airplane travel experience? I mean, just thinking about one of the last flights I was on, I didn't know if we were going to be able to land whenever I landed in London. It was a terrifying landing. Really? Yeah. Real bumpy and everything? Very bumpy, and it didn't feel like the pilot had any control of the plane. That's good. Yeah. Um, would you perf- have preferred that somebody soiled themselves on the plane? I thought somebody might have. <laughs> like, it was that bumpy. I thought I was going to. Somebody on uh, uh, Reddit posted about a Delta flight that they took from Birmingham, Alabama to Atlanta. So I imagine that that's like a smaller plane. I bet it's about the same size plane that you would take from Jackson to Atlanta, um, which those aren't huge planes. Well, somebody on that flight had soiled themselves. Oh. Uh, The poster was sitting about eight rows behind them, and about 20 minutes into the flight, they reported a stench wafting throughout the cabin, and they just had to deal with it for the entire rest of the flight. Nothing could be done, and nobody even knew where it was coming from until the plane landed, got to the gate, and somebody got up, and they noticed there was a mess in the seat. Isn't that awful? Could you imagine? No, I can't. And how does this keep happening? Like, this is the second story in less than a few months of somebody having to go number two on themselves on a plane. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you, was it an accident? Did they think it was just going to be a one thing and it ended up being a little bit of a bonus, if you know what I'm trying and to like, say? And, like, how do you – I mean, I understand nobody wants to admit if that happens to themselves, but how do you not – how do you let everybody else on that plane suffer? I mean, they're going to figure it out eventually whenever you stand up and it's like they're, your pants are now brown on the backside. Like <laughs> – I'm just saying, like, people are going to find out. I feel like you need to let somebody, like, it's so rude to let every, like, could you imagine? I mean, being on a plane is already tough enough. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't smell all that great to begin with. And then if the entire flight, my nose just has that smell, like somebody soiled themselves. Yeah, it'd be bad. And then, like, because it's a plane, all that air just keeps circulating through the whole plane. So what What do you think they should have done? Do you think they should have emergency landed the yeah, thing? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. You, 
You'd prefer that. I, if I was the one who had soiled myself, I would be wanting that plane to land immediately. Like, mm. I want to be on the ground, and I would like a new pair of underwear, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think you definitely have to pay extra for that. I don't, I don't think that that comes with, like, the beverage carts and everything. You want peanuts or cookies? Uh, actually, I'd like a new f- pair of drawers. <laughs> It's my 101, Adam and Allison at 658. Thanks for putting up with us this morning. (laughs) Appreciate you. 704 on Y101, Adam and Allison. Are you all right? Did anything happen in the bathroom just now? Oh. (laughs) So, a little backstory. For a a long time, for a long time, the men and women were sharing one bathroom here at the radio station. But now we're back to normal. There's a men's and a women's room, which is nice because there's only a few times during our show that we have enough time to, like, get up and go to the bathroom. So both you and I went to the respective male and female bathroom. Bathrooms, I walked in and I hear some kind of a crash mm-hmm. coming from the women's room. What happened? <laughs> well, so the reason that we had to share bathrooms is because they renovated the bathrooms and the renovations are very nice, but the women's isn't quite done. There's supposed to be two stalls in there. Right now, there's only one stall and there's no lock on the door. So, like, it just swings <laughs> open as you're going to the bathroom. Well, anyways, whenever I walked in today, I guess whenever, and like, I didn't slam the door or anything, but I guess whenever I went to lock the main door to the bathroom so nobody would walk in on me there was a piece of the stall that has yet to be put up that just crashed into the stall that's existing it made a loud noise it scared me i thought for a second like should i go like make sure she didn't pass out or anything i was gonna be so embarrassed i was like i bet he heard that and he's probably like (laughs) worried that like i'm damaging the bathroom i wasn't that worried but oh uh, good (laughs) what do you have coming up in the good vibe story of the day next well the miss america competition has officially kicked off and Miss Mississippi already representing. Therefore, such as yeah. the Iraq. <laughs> Anytime I hear Miss America competition, I cannot help but thinking of Miss South Carolina from like 2008. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, good vibe story of the day in two songs. New music from Lil Nas X comes out tonight at midnight. Y101, Adam and Allison. Before we get into the good vibe story of the day, I just saw a bit of breaking news that you might be interested in. Okay. After 24 seasons, Bill Belichick out as Patriots head coach. Wow. How about that? I mean... I don't know. I've got such mixed emotions. I was really enjoying watching him do poorly. <laughs> like, that felt so good. So yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm glad that he's leaving, but I also will miss watching him lose. Uh, bad vibes for <laughs> Billy. Good vibes for everybody else. What you got on the good vibe story of the day? So last night was the first night of the preliminary competition for Miss America. And there was an evening gown portion, an onstage question portion, and a fitness portion. Our very own Miss Mississippi, Vivian O'Neill, won the fitness competition, which won her a $3,000 scholarship. She'll be competing in talent tonight where she'll perform a dance routine, which if I read earlier, I think she used to do singing as her talent. So this will be the first time that she does dance for her talent. So hopefully she does really well. 
Uh, the new Miss America will be crowned this Sunday. So fingers crossed. It's Miss Mississippi, Vivian O'Neill. I'm checking out Miss Mississippi's Instagram page right now. I think she might also be um, one of the oldest or the oldest person who's ever competed in Miss America, which, I mean, as a girl who's in her 30s, it's very good to see. <laughs> uh, she's a published author, a professional talker, which I would argue that I am also a professional talker. <laughs> you are. You can pay to you. talk. Oh, so, so me and Miss Mississippi have something in common. Look at that. Uh, now you're good vibes. What's happening in your life? Doesn't matter if it's big or small. It could be anything that's making you happy. Call or text us to share with the rest of the class. 601-995-1017. The Good Vibe Tribe opens up next. We're back in 90 seconds. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison, Y101 at 721. Time for the Good Vibe Tribe. Anything that's making you happy this morning, making you smile a little bit, we want to hear it. 601-995-1017. You can call or text in your good vibes. I kind of have a weird good vibe, but I know some winter weather is expected to roll in. Yes. Uh, I guess Monday it's supposed to be here. Monday is going to be probably the worst day as far as like severe weather, freezing rain possibilities. I have not seen any winter weather. I think in probably six or seven years. And being from the north, I kind of miss it. And even whenever I lived up north, the first snowstorm of the season was always very exciting. Everybody going to the grocery store. Everybody worried, like, how bad are the roads going to get? There was something exciting about winter weather. So I'm a little bit excited to see what happens on Monday. Oh, that's so interesting. Like, I would have expected there, since that happens all the time, people would just never take the threats very seriously. Because I can say, like, growing up in Houston, hurricanes could be coming right towards us. And they, like, the news channels would all be telling us, like, you need to stock up. And people would be like, nah, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I was 18 years old and working at a radio station. And they put us all up in hotels, like, right next door to the radio station. It was a great time, actually. Yeah, we had a big snow party at the hotel. It was I great. Bet. Uh, so anyway, I'm kind of looking forward to that. You have any good vibes today, Allison? I do. I am a proud dog mom this morning. So my dog, Seely, adorable, but not the best trained. And that's 100% <laughs> my fault. Sometimes he embarrasses me when we're out on walks and he sees other dogs. But yesterday we walked past, I think it was like a little Shih Tzu. And that dog just started like, Barking nice. at my dog and Sealy kept his composure. He didn't make a peep. He didn't try to start anything with that dog. I was so proud of him. I think that might be a first for uh, Sealy. We got a text from our buddy Jerry. It says a car had a wreck this morning and six cars stopped to help and check on them. That's a great vibe for humanity. <laughs> it's a good vibe. Uh, earlier we had shared a story about somebody who had soiled themselves <laughs> on a flight. So our girl Chris. Chris texted in and said, I'm happy. I've never pooped my pants on a plane. And that my daughter is turning nine on Saturday. So just good vibes all around. I love that for her. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. Coming up next on the show, I need to tell you about how you could get free chicken wings. Hopefully you could still be here in about an hour on Y101. It's Adam and Allison because we're going to pass out another pair of Breaking Benjamin tickets. So you can see them at City Hall Live in Brandon. 
We're going to give those away. We'll play a game coming up at around 825 this morning. But if you would like a bonus chance to win these tickets, go to Y101.com or you can text the word BEN, B-E-N, to 601-995-1017. Sign up to win there or hang out with us at 825 this morning. We'll give away those tickets. If you want some free chicken wings, though, you should be rooting for one of three teams or perhaps all three teams okay. to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. Popeyes is giving out free chicken wings if a team with wings wins the Super Bowl. So either the Ravens, which I hate the Ravens, or the Eagles, that's a good choice. They're also throwing in the Buffalo Bills as well. Well, I think technically they do have wings, right? No. On, but on their mascot, isn't no. there wings? So I thought the same thing, and I actually Googled it because I was like, wait a second. Do, do they have wings Is on that logo? maybe just a dig at Buffalo Wild Wings? Because um, the mascot of Buffalo Wild Wings is a buffalo with wings. You're right about that. Um, it, it, the The Buffalo Bills logo does kind of look like it has a wing, but it's just really a streak through yeah. the middle of the uh, buffalo. So for whatever reason, probably just because of Buffalo Wings, um, that's why they added them. But yeah, if you're looking to get some free wings from Popeye's, just root for the Ravens, the Eagles, or the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. So, that's, and they have uh, to win. They have oh, to they make have it to, to the Super Bowl, and they have to win. Yeah, oh, it's whoever wins the Super Bowl, they get the free wings. Oh, so we definitely want either the Ravens or the Bills to play the Eagles, but the Eagles have to make it. Yeah. <laughs> One, so two of those teams could make it, and if they both do, then automatic free wings there for everybody. There you go. Love that for all of us. Next on the show, free money could be yours on Cash in a Flash. Just got to answer some questions, and we'll give you the money next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. Y101, Cash in a Flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. <laughs> Let's meet Sabrina, who's driving down 55 right now. Let's see how you do at answering questions and driving simultaneously. Sounds good. Uh, what's going on with you today? Any fun plans coming up this weekend or anything? Uh, yeah, me and my husband are going to go out using the gift card he got me for Christmas. Oh, gift card to where? Longhorn Steakhouse. Ooh, yummy. Oh, I could go for a bone-in ribeye right now. I would eat that. <laughs> chicken parm is my favorite from there. From Longhorn Steakhouse? I wouldn't even, chicken wouldn't even cross my mind in a place that has steakhouse <laughs> in the title. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll see if you're better at answering questions than ordering food from a steakhouse. <laughs> 60 right. seconds on the clock. If you don't know an answer, just say pass. And you know I'm just messing with you, right? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, absolutely. good. I didn't want you to think I was being serious or anything. No, 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 no. All right. If you don't know an answer, just say pass in three, two, one. Name the show that stars Meryl Streep, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Oh, God, pass. Who huffed and puffed and blew two of the little pigs' houses down? The Big Bad Wolf. What month will the next Friday the 13th occur in? Uh, pass. What is 17 plus 39? Uh, oh, God, pass. <laughs> Kelly Osbourne claimed she was fat-shamed by what genie in a bottle singer? Uh, Christine Aguilera. What color will the background of the new Mississippi license plates be? 
Uh, pass. True or false, John Glenn was the first man to pee on the moon. Uh, no, false. Name the Alaskan air... Name the airline that had a door plug fly off mid-flight. Uh, pass. Oh, Man, um, <laughs> name the cheese crackers that just announced a new extra crunchy variety. Oh, God, Doritos? Spell gimmick. Uh, G-I-M-M-I-C-K. Time, all right. Let's see how we did. Oh, man, you're going to be kicking yourself, Sabrina. So the airline that had will. a door plug fly off mid-flight is Alaskan Airlines. Oh, my God, he said it. <laughs> I know, I messed up. Uh, uh, The color of the background for the new Mississippi license plates is white. Uh, 17 plus 39 is 56. The first or the next month that has a Friday the 13th is September. And I know this was on the tip of your tongue. The show that stars Meryl Streep, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez is only murders in the building. Oh, my God. And the cheese oh, yeah. crackers that just announced a new extra crunchy variety is Cheez-Its. But we're still walking away with $40. All right. <laughs> Great job. That was a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you calling and listening today. Absolutely. Tomorrow morning, we got cash at a flashback Friday at this time. Easy way to get 200 bucks for the weekend so you could get all stocked up on milk and bread and eggs <laughs> and everything else you'll need for the wintry mix coming next week. Next on the show, brand new DM dilemma that we want to get into. We're calling this person sugar-free Sherry, and she says she is not getting enough support from her friends. Yeah, she's got a New Year's resolution, and her friends just aren't being supportive. I typically would say get over it. Get over it. It's not up to your friends, but there's a specific thing in this particular scenario that's making me think that Sherry might need some new friends. Oh, no. We'll talk about it next. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, Adam and Allison. It's time for a DM dilemma. So we have sugar-free Sherry, and she sent in a DM that says, Good morning, A&A. My friends aren't being supportive of me. For my New Year's resolution, I decided to cut out sugar for the month of January. It started at my friend's birthday when I told her I wasn't eating sugar, and she got super upset that I wasn't having any birthday cake. My friends and I have a monthly book club, and at this month's meeting, they were all trying to pressure me to eat the cookies and brownies. I pointed out how supportive they're being of our friend doing Dry January, and why couldn't they support me like that? They told me the lack of sugar has made me cranky and no fun. Is this the downside to eating healthier, or do I need to talk some sense into my friends? So I will say this. Typically, any time we've ever had a DM dilemma or there's ever been a situation where people are like, I'm trying to do something for me and nobody's supporting me, I'm like, well, tough cookies. Like, they don't need to support you in this. But I will say here, if they're supporting the friend who's doing Dry January but not supporting you in your quest not to eat sugar, that seems like a problem. Mm. Like, why pick one to support and not the other one? And furthermore, I think it's way more difficult to give up sugar than alcohol. Right, because alcohol is just one portion of, like, if she's giving up sugar, she's probably also, like, 
also giving up alcohol. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's a lot of things that sugar is in. So, I mean, I would tell her that you either need to say to the friends, either support me for the rest of this month of me not eating sugar, or I'll see you in February. So I would say that you can have a conversation with your friends. And if you feel like they really are your friends, you owe it to them to have open communication that your feelings will hurt. But I will also say don't expect the support Mm. because I am in a little bit of a different situation, but I have food allergies. And there are some friends who do not care at all about my food allergies. They don't care if they recommend a restaurant and it's like, oopsies, there's nothing on this menu that Allison can eat except for a side salad or you know there's just no empathy and then I have some friends who they think about it more than I do they'll read a box of cookies and be like wait a minute you can't have these before I've even read the ingredients on a box of cookies so I think it is a good opportunity to see which friends deeply care about you and which friends are just there to have a good time with and these might just be good time friends and it doesn't mean that they you need to look at them any kind of way it just means like they're not going to have your back Mm. at the end of the day. I see what you're saying. What do you think? 601-995-1017 in the friend group. One friend's doing dry January. The other friend giving up sugar for the month of January. The sugar friend not getting the support that the dry January friend is. What would you say to her? 601-995-1017. Call or text us with your advice on the DM Dilemma. Adam and Allison on Y101 in the middle of a DM Dilemma. And if you're just getting in your car, first of all, welcome to the show. Second of all, here's what's happening on this morning's DM Dilemma. We've got sugar-free Sherry who has given up sugar for the month of January. And she feels like her friends are not so supporting her they're trying to pressure her to have the brownies and the cookies and the cake whenever they see her and they have a friend in the friend group who's doing dry january and they're all being supportive of her she's like uh where's that support for me guys yeah yeah 601-995-1017 say good morning to jesse what's your advice well she uh I, i can see her being you know, upset that her friends ain't supporting her. Uh, the dry January thing, I mean, ain't no marriage has ever been ended by somebody eating too much sugar. So I can see giving a little support to the person trying to do the dry January. But, I mean, sugar is love. I mean, so it just brings joy to everybody. But she can – I would not see him this month, lose all that weight, be fabulous. Or she can even go to the book club with a nice sugar-free dessert and not even tell them it's sugar-free. She can trick them. She can trick them and go look at this, and then, then they think she jumped off the bandwagon. She's like, "No, I'm still on. So I'm going strong." So, thank you so much for the opinion, uh, Jesse. Uh, thank you. Let's go over to Extra Eddie and get Extra Eddie's opinion. This is what I say, okay? If your friends don't want to support you, you should you should fake your death. Fake your death? Why? Yes. So you can finish the month sugar-free. Okay, and they don't get to not support you, but they also don't get you, and they don't deserve you if they don't support you, Adam. Oh, look at you. See, I am a big proponent of if you want to make a life change for yourself, it's got to be for yourself, and uh, you you just need a little more willpower if you can't do it without the support of your friends. But I would be so irritated if my friends were supporting one friend on their challenging task for January, but not supporting me. I'd be like, what, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just... 
that's just not nice. But to be fair, if she's hot, I'd probably want to give her sugar too. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jerry. I mean, All extra right. Eddie. That's right. 601-995-1017. Clay says, hate to say it, but those are not real friends. <laughs> I love the pettiness of Beverly's text. I don't think it would work because I think in giving up sugar, you have to give up alcohol. But she says, if I was that friend not getting support, I'd be drinking like a fish in front of the friend doing dry January. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) And our girl Shunda, we'll wrap it up with her text in the 601-995-1017. She says, Adam, we are on the same page so far this year. Allison, I feel you that this is the time to evaluate the friendship. The discussion is important because it might be a decent reason why they aren't supporting that's interesting to to think about yeah i mean just again as somebody with food allergies i have a lot of friends who like they don't care and i don't i mean i wouldn't put my life in their hands they're not that kind of friend but i think you'll lose some friends if you say if you're not going to support me on this we can't be friends. 601-995-1017. If you want to keep the conversation going over the text line, you can do that. Heads up, Breaking Benjamin tickets are coming in the next 30 minutes. Adam and Allison, Y101, almost time to give away these Breaking Benjamin tickets. If you're in your car and you have access to your glove compartment, that is going to be a key part of the contest we're about to do coming up to give away the Breaking Benjamin tickets. Or if you want to just text the word Ben, B-E-N, to 601-995-1017, you can sign up to win a bonus set of tickets in to see Breaking Benjamin at City Hall Live in Brandon coming up on Friday the 26th. It's going to be an incredible performance, A, because they are amazing live, but second, because it's like a special unplugged performance. Mm, I love a good acoustic show. Yeah. Text Ben, 601-995-1017 if you want to sign up to win and keep listening so you can win them on the show next. First, we got to get into what matters to the Metro. Horrible story from California. There was an avalanche in Lake Tahoe yesterday that left one person dead. He was 66-year-old Kenneth Kidd, which is the first avalanche fatality of the 2023-24 season. Hmm. Elsewhere in the country, hundreds of thousands of customers are without power in New York and Pennsylvania. There are bad dam conditions in Norwich, Connecticut, which prompted officials to use a mandatory evacuation order. And it's just a mess weather-wise. And that messy weather seems to be coming for us next week. Yes. Uh, SEC football fans are shocked at uh, the announcement yesterday that Alabama head football coach Nick Saban is retiring. He's 72 years old and has coached for 17 seasons in Alabama. He's racked up 201 wins, which is tied for second most at a single school in the history of the SEC. We'll see who replaces Nick Saban at Alabama. And finally, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, happily married. They are dispelling any rumors of a divorce. People have been talking about how Emily and John are apparently close to divorce, but they say they're laughing at the rumors. They are not true at all. However, Emily Blunt did show up at the Governor's Awards on Tuesday without her husband. Very interesting. Very interesting. Breaking Benjamin tickets. Win those next. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. 
Y101, Adam and Allison. If you want to win Breaking Benjamin tickets and you have access to your car's glove compartment right now, call 601-995-1017. There was a mechanic who weighed in on the items that you should be keeping in your car's glove compartment. So I thought this would be a fun way to test out how the Metro is with items that they need to have in their glove compartment. We're not going to tell you what the items are, but we're going to call and give you 30 seconds to tell us everything that's in your glove compartment. Just start listing stuff. And if you have at least three of the items that this mechanic says that you need in your glove compartment, we'll give you the tickets to see Breaking Benjamin. I wouldn't get the tickets. You don't think? No, I know for a fact I wouldn't. I only have two of the items in my glove compartment right now. You know what? (laughs) I might be right on that uh, bus with you now that I'm looking at this. Yeah, you're right. 601-995-1017. We'll play the game coming up in about five minutes. Adam and Allison on Y101. 825 on Y101. Adam and Allison. We're playing a game to give away Breaking Benjamin tickets. So a mechanic has posted the eight things you should have in your glove compartment. Like some for safety reasons, some for other reasons. And we are just asking our contestants to rifle through their glove compartment in their car and list off everything they have in there. If they have at least three of the items, they will win tickets to see Breaking Benjamin at the end of this month. Very exciting. 601-995-1017. Contestant number one is going to be Haley. Tell us something interesting about yourself, Haley. Oh, oh, I hate that question every time it gets asked. (laughs) On the spot. I know. (laughs) On, On the spot. Um... I don't know. I'm a. I try to be a pretty good person. That's that's the best thing I can say about myself. <laughs> we love to hear that, Haley. All right. So you understand the way the game works. Whenever I say go, we'll give you 30 seconds to list off everything that's in your glove compartment, and we'll see if you can match up at least three of the eight items a mechanic says you need to have in that glove compartment. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. In three, two, one, go. Okay, insurance card, uh, owner's manual for your vehicle, tire gauge, spare tire, uh, air pressure things, I don't know what they're called, napkins, flashlight, uh, hand sanitizer, Band-Aid, Benadryl, uh, what else do we have? What else do we have? Oh, another flashlight, (laughs) a box cutter, um... Time. Okay. (laughs) Time. I'm like blown away. Blown away at that. Yeah. First of all, (laughs) Haley, um, can you become my personal driver? Because you had like you had Benadryl in there. You had band. Like it sounded like you had a pharmacy, a little CVS in your glove compartment box. (laughs) You're so prepared. Delivery driver. So anything can happen, and I have to be prepared. Wow. So, Allison, do you know how many she matched up? Because I feel like I lost count. Um. So, full, she matched up four, but I feel like she had some stuff that I would count as some of the items on the list. Yeah. I mean, you crushed it, and you're going to see Breaking Benjamin on the 26th. <laughs> yes. Congratulations, Haley. That's amazing. Yeah, I did not think the first person through because I was like, I have two of these in my glove compartment. I don't know if anyone's going to have like three. 
So all the <laughs> items that you are supposed to have in your glove compartment are flashlight, vehicle's manual, proof of insurance and registration, tire pressure gauge, mini first aid kit, pen and paper, a multi-tool, and spare fuses. So I, I feel like there was only like two of those that you didn't have. Yeah, I mean, she had Band-Aids and Benadryl, which I feel like counts as a mini first aid kit, but I that didn't count to her total of four. And she has a box cutter, which I kind of counts as a multi-purpose tool, I would think. Again, that didn't count towards her total, but she had the tire pressure gauge. She had two flashlights. She had the vehicle's manual. She had the proof of insurance. I mean, she is prepared. Haley, do you, are you generally a pretty prepared person? I am. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a planner. I like to plan ahead and make make it easy for future me, you know? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, I must hate future me because I do the exact opposite. Like, how difficult can I make this for myself in the future? Let's do it that way. That's me. But, Haley, you're going to see Breaking Benjamin. Congratulations. Oh, thank you guys so much. Who are you going to bring to the show with you? I'm going to bring my husband, of course. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. And I bet he absolutely loves that you're such a prepared person. Uh, yeah, we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Haley. Hang on just a second. got to get some info from you. That was way easier than I thought. I thought I that would be know. difficult. And it doesn't even sound like she Googled this. No, but it also makes me feel like, man, I must be so underprepared. Well, there is that. <laughs> we will be right back on Y101. Do not move. in the morning on Y101. Have you ever overreacted or assumed something was going to be wrong and then you did something that made you look like a complete jerk? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I want to hear the story in just a second because that's what happened to a DoorDasher who picked up an order and on the app it said that the customer did not leave a tip. Oh, no. The DoorDasher was all hacked off about it, so she decided to leave a rude note in the customer's food. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The whole interaction between the customer and the DoorDasher was caught on the customer's ring doorbell cam whenever she arrived at the door with cash in her hand to hand the driver a cash tip. Yeah. Here's what happened next. Hello. Ignore. You keep that. Why? Because I didn't see a tip on the app and I put a little card in there. So please keep that. I'm sorry. No, I just had cash. Please. It's okay. It's okay. Because it's okay. Thank you. Have a good night. So the customer was going to leave the delivery driver a cash tip so she wasn't tipping on the app. Oh, my gosh. I have honestly a lot of respect for the driver who knew she no, who knew she had done something petty because she was like, she didn't tip me. And I'm sure most people, most people don't have cash anymore. So I would I would think in the DoorDash industry, if you see somebody didn't leave a tip, you're assuming you didn't get a tip. I mean, it was the wrong assumption. But I have a lot of respect for her telling the customer, I you keep that because I wrote kind of a nasty note thinking I wasn't getting a tip and now I feel bad and now I feel like I don't really deserve that tip. Apparently the note said no tip or something. You're lucky your food wasn't tampered with. Oh, yeah. I would then think that my food had been tampered with. Right. I'd be very concerned. I'd be and, and I'd be really concerned. upset if I wonder if she did. I wonder if that's why she didn't take the tip. I wonder if she really did tamper with the food. Mm. 
I don't know. So what's your story? When did you when did you do something kind of like that? Like I mean, I've never done anything as egregious as that, but I definitely like with friends have assumed like they weren't going to invite me out and whenever they were all planning something and then maybe I make a snide comment and it turns out like they just they were going to invite me. They just hadn't yet. Um, but yes, I, I definitely get oversensitive sometimes, especially with friends and like assume that like they're going to do me wrong. If, and if yeah. you wanted to share a story like that, you can call or text us at 601-995-1017. It kind of reminded me of the key and peel sketch. Have you ever seen the text message the text, exchange? Yeah, where one friend is assuming everything is like a fight and the other friend thinks it's all cool. Like, yeah, yeah I'm good anytime. We can go at any time. He's like, oh, you want to go? Yeah. You want to go first rounds on you <laughs> exactly exactly that's that's what this makes me think of so if you've ever had a moment like that and wanted to share it with us you can over the text line or call us at 601-995-1017 but uh maybe just take a breather yeah if you're ever in that situation think yeah. it out a little bit why yeah. 101 adam and allison on why 101 allison what do you do whenever you feel disrespected by somebody Oh, typically nothing. <laughs> really? You just stew in it? Yeah, I mean, unless it's somebody that I have a lot of trust in, and then I'm quick to be like, that wasn't cool of you to say. I see what you're saying. See, I consider myself most times to be a pretty level-headed person whenever it comes to other people. Like, I try to run everything that irritates me that other people do through the filter of what was their intention. Was their intention to make me mad? If the answer is no to that question, typically I let it roll off my back. Wow. Now, if the answer is yes to that question, then I'm furious. Yeah. So I maybe I need, like, a little bit of a happy medium between the two of those, if yes, that makes any probably. sense. But yeah, like if I if I feel like you did something intentionally that makes my life more difficult or kind of screws over something that I want to have done, I'm going to be very, very upset with you. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't know if that's the best way to deal with stuff or not. Probably not. I did find a list of ways you can deal with somebody else who doesn't respect you. Uh, one is, I guess, kind of what I was saying. Uh, try not to take it personally. Oh, I'm not good at that. Uh, me neither. I take everything so personally. Because, as, like I said, as soon as I feel like you blatantly disregarded what I was feeling, then it's on like yeah, that. But for me, I take it personally, even if I can step back and be like, I don't think their intention was to hurt me. Like, I still, I'm hurt. I take mm. it super personally. You could try to <laughs> laugh it off. That's another suggestion on the list on how to deal with disrespect from somebody. Um, I can only do that when it's somebody who's shown me their true colors time and time again. And then, like, you just kind of make a game of it to where it's like, yep, they did it again. More tips on how to deal with somebody who doesn't show you respect. Uh, either cut them out or if you can't, set boundaries. Yep. That's uh, great advice. Ask other people for their opinion. Mm. How do you think that that works? Because that's something that I do. And you've pointed it out to me before because we've worked together for a long time. <laughs> There's been a lot of conflicts over the, the past <laughs> five or six years of us doing a morning show together. And you've called me out for only asking other people's opinions whenever I think that they will be on my side. Yeah, you 100% are seeking validation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you strategically call who you know is going to be most on your side depending on the situation. 
I would say, yeah, I I don't think that asking other people for their opinion is really ever a good idea, because like even between us, if we both are having a conflict with someone at work, that usually doesn't go well when we have that conversation because we just get each other more riled up. Exactly. And then I think if you go to a close friend, they kind of have the same effect. Like they have your back. They're on your side. A lot of people don't want to play devil's advocate with you. I think maybe seeking out an unbiased person, if there's like somebody who truly is a mentor to you, that's a good idea or a therapist. Mm -hmm. But that's who I would seek out opinions for. So here I think is the worst tip on the list of dealing with somebody who doesn't respect you, because I could see myself doing this and it's meditate about them. But the way I would do it, like I'm picturing myself sitting crisscross applesauce Mm -hmm. going, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, and then just stewing about the person and getting myself all riled up about them. So then by the end, my armpits are sweaty and I'm angry at the world and it hasn't felt like I've meditated at all. Yeah, I would say maybe meditate is the wrong word there. I feel like I know what they're trying to say and I feel like what it is is more like contemplate on one what is the piece of them that is causing this because most of the time when people are disrespectful towards another person it's a projection of insecurities within themselves Mm. so you know meditate on that like what's really causing them to feel this way because it really has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and then I think you can also meditate on what are boundaries that you can set because it depends on the situation if it's a work situation and it's a manager or a boss that's being disrespectful to you there are certain boundaries you don't get to set because they're the boss yeah that's a good point so i think those are the things that you can meditate on is it's like why are they projecting this disrespect on me what is it about me that's causing insecurity in them and then what are boundaries that i can set to protect myself if any of that made you feel anything or reminded you of something and you wanted to text us (laughs) 601-995-1017 but hopefully if you were going into work to have a conflict today and somebody disrespected you yesterday as you were walking out the door and you've just been stewing on it all night hopefully that helped a little tiny little bit maybe maybe (laughs) Maybe it did maybe we just caused a bunch of more conflict yeah people are now white knuckling it down 55 (laughs) adam and allison on y101 Y101, Adam and Allison. We've got bonus chances for you to win Breaking Benjamin tickets at Y101.com. We'll send you the link if you text us Ben, B-E-N, to 601-995-1017. And we'll have another pair of tickets tomorrow morning at around 825. I do need to make a phone call after the show today because I would love to bring back Pap-Pap Poetry for the Friday show tomorrow. My favorite game. I do love playing Pap-Pap Poetry, but my Pap-Pap, he is a busy guy. I don't know if he'll be available <laughs> tomorrow morning at 825 to uh, to participate in Pap-Pap Poetry. He'll have to check his schedule. I, I mean, it's crazy. I think he, I mean, he's been retired for like, I don't know, 20 years or something. And I'm convinced he works more than I do. But good for him. Like, that's how you should spend your retirement is doing everything you want to do. Like, honestly, I understand how appealing it feels to be like, I just want to be a couch potato. But I think that's an easy way to get depressed. Well, so I think it's better if you're doing constantly doing things you like doing, getting involved in organizations, participating in hobbies. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he complains. <laughs> 
about like these things that he's doing. It's really funny to me, at least. That is a typical like older person right. thing to like be busy and like part of you is happy, but part of you is complaining. Like he was big into his church bingo organization. He was a big like uh, volunteer. Yeah, I remember one time I went with him to help him out at bingo, and I checked my phone once, and he like yelled at me for not doing my job. <laughs> It's like, Pap, I'm here visiting you, helping you with your bingo. Yeah, I'm volunteering. I think I'm allowed to check my phone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, maybe we'll have Pap Pap Poetry tomorrow morning at 825 to give you the Breaking Benjamin tickets. It's Y101. <sighs> Buttons are working great. <laughs> I have a don't remember like knowing that song but the first time i heard loving on me from jack harlow i was like i know that from somewhere but that version doesn't sound familiar if that makes any sense i wonder if it's just we're so used to samples like that we can tell it's a sample Mm -hmm. and so then you're like well i must know it i feel like that's how i felt at least about this song was like i must know where that came from yeah because it was so obviously a sample but i i don't i don't remember that song um, and honestly, I am kind of impressed that whenever Jack Harlow heard that or was presented with that, he was like, let's speed it up and turn it into a song. Because I would not have thought speeding that up would sound like that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds very different. It feels like everything's a sample. Now. I know. Like every single song. But I kind of like it. I kind of don't, but I kind of like it. Here's a question. Did you get depressed the first time you realized that songs from your childhood are now getting sampled as new music and like the kids have no idea that it's a sample. I I wasn't like Metro I, Boom and yeah. Creepin's a great mm. example of that. Like I remember that song from my childhood. Yeah. Uh the the um I forget who even sings it, but <laughs> Yeah, it bumped me out. I was like, people don't even know. People don't know. Yeah, well, people do know, just not, you know, young people. That's why 101, Adam and Allison. Ariana Grande also has new music coming out tomorrow. It's called Yes And. Mm-hmm. You can hear it part of New Music Friday tomorrow morning at 6.50. Yeah. I want to find some of the people in this survey and ask them about their secrets. What are your ways? What? It's Adam and Allison <laughs> on Y101. I was reading about a survey that found the average American gets 132 perfect nights of sleep a year. Interesting. So like, it's like a third. Yeah, close to a third of the year. And the uh, another third get a good night of sleep a year. So mm. so one third of your sleeps are perfect, one third are good, and one third are bad. I don't feel like it's like that for me. Well, to be fair, I think it's very hard to have a, quote, perfect night's sleep when your alarm goes off at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's true. Well, 3.05 for me personally. Well, still, if it goes off before 5 a.m., I would say, like, it's nearly impossible to get a, quote, perfect night of sleep. But I feel like I've done a lot of research and I do a lot of things to better my sleep. And my sleep, even though I wake up at 3 a.m., is better than it's ever been. Really? Yeah, I used to suffer from insomnia really, really bad, and I still do. I found that out whenever I went to London, because even though I was sick, I had the Christmas bug, I had the hardest time sleeping, Um, but I take melatonin at Mm -hmm. night. That helps me sleep. I just got some magnesium that I'm really interested to try so I can make the sleepy girl mocktail that's all over TikTok. Hopefully that'll help me improve my sleep even more, but yeah, my sleep, because like following habits of going to sleep at the same same time every night 
and taking my melatonin and, you know, just doing those things has really improved my sleep. For me, the thing that can mess my sleep up the worst is if I take a nap in the middle of the afternoon. Then sometimes I'll be up till 10, 11 o'clock at night, can't get to sleep because I napped in the middle of the day. And then you want, the next day, because you've only gotten a couple hours of sleep, the next day you want to take a nap. It's a vicious cycle. So vicious cycle. It is really, really bad. <laughs> Some other things that people have tried to help fall asleep, reading, warm milk. Have you ever tried warm milk to fall asleep? I have. Have you? Oh, yeah. That Has used, it worked? Yeah, that used to be a pretty common one whenever I was growing up. Like Ugh. a lot of times all I needed was even not even a warm glass of milk, just a glass of milk. Mm. Uh, 28% of people say they have a solution that's very effective to help them sleep. I'm a big melatonin guy. I love melatonin. Yeah. It'll put me right to sleep. Unless yeah. I took a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> then there's nothing other than booze that can help me. It's Y101 out of the now since tomorrow morning's Cash and a Flashback Friday. So if you missed this morning's round, we've got the recap in two songs on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. If you want Breaking Benjamin tickets, couple ways for you to win them right now. Just text the word Ben, B-E-N, to 601-995-1017. We'll text you back a link so you can go to Y101.com and sign up to win the tickets to see Breaking Benjamin at City Hall Live in Brandon on January 26th. Yes. But we also have more tickets to give away. So we're going to be giving away another pair tomorrow morning at 825. Hopefully, Adam's Pap-Pap won't be too busy and right. uh, can get a Pap-Pap poetry for us. The other thing is he likes to sleep in. He's a big sleeper. <laughs> Good for him. If I was retired, I'd be sleeping in too. He volunteers a lot. He sleeps in a lot. He's just a he's just a superhero. He's that living pap, pap his of mine. best life. Uh, tomorrow morning, 825. Regardless of how we give them away, we're definitely giving them away. Yes. Tomorrow morning, 825 on Y101. Breaking Benjamin tickets. It's Adam and Allison on Y101 and Dochi. Adam and Allison on Y101. It's been great to be back. This is now our second week back from Christmas vacation, and it's been good catching up with the Adam and Allison family members who we hadn't talked to in a while, and like some people hadn't been able to listen to for a lot of December, just everybody's so busy. Yeah. We hadn't heard from Mary from Pearl yet, but that all changes now. Morning, Mary. Happy New Year. Back at you. Yeah, I was just calling to say good morning. I had a little shoulder surgery, so I've been out of whack. So just wanted to tell y'all we're rolling again in the morning with Y101. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get done on your shoulder? Uh, I had two full tears, rotator cuff. Oh. Yeah. So do you have a lot of physical therapy left in front of you still? Uh, uh, yeah, I've been once and they killed me yesterday. Oh, <laughs> but I'm grateful for them because it's going to make it better. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I My physical therapy experience after I broke my ankle uh, oh. was like one of the best. Like I wanted to keep going even after I, my insurance had run out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I waited a day after I turned 50 to have the surgery <laughs> so I wouldn't have it before 50, you know. There you go. I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, hey. well, just good morning and thanks for Y101. Oh, well, thank you for listening, Mary. We always appreciate hearing from you. Love Mary from Pearl. Oh, yeah. It's Y101, Adam and Allison, latest from Usher now. Wrapping up the show next. Adam and Allison on Y101. We are bouncing out of here today, but we'll be back tomorrow morning for the Friday show. Very excited to give away another pair of Breaking Benjamin tickets at 825. And again, fingers crossed. 
for Pap Pap Poetry tomorrow morning. Yes. <laughs> I'm really hoping we can pull this off. I did mean to tell my Pap Pap that I wanted to call him this week and do Pap Pap Poetry whenever I talk to him over the weekend. Totally forgot. Aww. We were too busy solving the world's problems. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Everything got solved. Uh, what do you got planned for the rest of your Thursday, I Allison? just feel obligated to enjoy like the nice day because I don't know when we're going to have another day. And it, like it's chilly-ish today, but like it's about to get really bad. Like yeah. the thunderstorms are going to come through tomorrow, and then you know, like it'll be a okay-ish weekend. Then Monday, it's like. Which is going to be so cold. Yeah. There was a day this week where I was so proud of myself because I checked the weather before I left for work in the morning. Look at you. It was like almost 60 degrees. And I was like, cool. No jacket. This is awesome. By the end of the show, it was 20 degrees colder. Well, yeah, you have to check what, like, the hourly is, not just, like, what temperature it is right now. You can't make assumptions like that. Yeah, you're you're right. You know what happens whenever you assume. It's a real shame. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. is when we start. Johnny O's in next. Hi. Microphone jumped out of my face there. Sorry about that. He's got the new Kaboom coming up. Some throwbacks for lunchtime, 12 o'clock.